I can take them from there. Hey, Bhutan, good to see you. Um, Hi there. yeah, I know. It's, sometimes in life we get we both get busy and don't talk very often. And uh, we make we make the pod our little catch up. So maybe Yeah. we, maybe we won't even talk about the project today, and we'll just talk about you know what sort of meals you had and how your visits to Publix were. Oh, good. Yeah, we could definitely do that. <laughs> I think I think people would really want to hear about it. it's funny. I'm uh, in Miami, uh, which reminds me of last year in Publix in my first Dino and I had our first pub subs. I'm not doing pubs uh, pub subs this week. It's a different No. pub. Sub. <laughs> To yeah, say well, you know, it's an every other year kind of thing. it is, it is a thing. To say that this year is a different vibe is <laughs> It's a so bit. spot on. I'm having a great Yeah. time. No World Cup. You know what? We were at a panel today, um, and this was, I thought, it worked out perfectly in, into what you just said, you know, but it was a, a gallerist from Mexico City talking about how last year, um, basically, the entire Latin American art collecting and art buying world was taken out completely. They were not here. They did not show up to Miami Basel because they were all at World Cup. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's Yeah, great. isn't that great? Um, and now they're back. So They're and back. because uh, walking, Victoria and I were walking the the floor at at, uh, at proper Art Basel on on Wednesday during the the first look, right? And oh my God, so many Argentines, so many Spaniards, uh, so many Mexicans. It was it really was palpable, um, the presence. You know, you had your typical European. Uh, set and you had your American set, but you could really get a sense of the uh, the Spanish speaking kids that were there. So it was cool to hear hear it explain like, yeah, no, we had got hit hard last year because of the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a big 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 deal to them, yeah. So it's great. It it was also a big deal for us. Can you It wasn't it's been a year. hard to believe. Wow, it was I loved that event so much. Yeah, I really did too. It was a lot of fun. You loved it. Dino loved it. Um, it. It. Uh, I wonder when we do it again in three years, like if people are going to get it a little more. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I, the ground will be so different by then. I think it'll be. I, I mean, we know it's that imp the ground will be different by then. yeah, I mean, it's impossible for me to even predict what the grotto looks like three years from now. So I, I imagine that, uh, you know, there will be some lessons learned from the first one. But yeah, I think a lot of people will be playing their very first World Cup for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting. See, I think, here's my take, because I imagine the grotto, what it looks like six months from now, a year from now, four years from now, right? I imagine that it's people that are actually a little more savvy on World Cup. I would think that the demographic swing in upmarket grotto, right, brings with it more of an international... Cognoscenti. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. They've they've re refined palates. They enjoy the finer things in life, like football. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. Um, Are they going to be really into rumble? You think, or not as much? I can see that happening too. Wow. <laughs> But but in the sense of 
like the global event of the Royal Rumble, not on the day-to-day, week-to-week grind right, of right. WWE house shows. Yeah, fair enough. They'll yeah. be less excited for them to bring out uh, the road dog, Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> far more excited to see L.A. Knight, than I, who Dino and I saw at the basketball game the other night. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's I didn't cool. tell you. I didn't mention that to you. I don't think I mentioned it to another buddy who who follows yeah. those things. But yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so dumb. Um, by the way, at uh, at our Basel on on Wednesday, first of all, it was very nice to see the cactoids. Awesome. Uh, ran into them a number of times, um, and uh, it was really nice to see them. But uh, you know who the best interaction I had? First of all, I, maybe huh. I need to set the scene here a little bit. Yeah. Did you know, and I'm asking you personally. Yeah. Did you know that Victoria and I were in matching Art Basel first look VIP outfits? No, I didn't. But well, that's that's fun. What what did that look like? Paint paint a picture for me. Well, I'll paint it from the ground up. Red moon boots with stars. Wow. Okay. I'm talking, you know, yeah. almost knee high, high calf moon boots. Wow. Okay. Uh, with like furry camel colored trenches matching. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we both had on these like very furry uh, trenches, yeah. Courtesy of Aloe Yoga, which of course everybody knows now that I'm an Aloe guy. Um, uh, thanks to Victoria, and 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 so we had the matching tops and bottoms, and then she had uh, like a, a a black leather skirt and a two like a sequin tube top, and I had I went and you and you were wearing that as well. I, I tried. They we couldn't get. We had the tube top in my size, but I uh-huh. couldn't get into the tiny black uh, leather. Uh-huh. And so I just went um, conservative with some tucked linen pants tucked into my moon boots, uh, and then like a, a white Oxford dad shirt. But let me tell you, the grotto knows me best. Knows that I'm uh, sort of retain heat. <laughs> I was a bit how characterizing it. I was a bit warm in my yeah. moon boots and my yeah. uh, over overcoat. Well, you know, looking good. No one ever said it'd be easy. We looked so fucking good. We yeah, were, so- we were talk- and and what I was getting at is the one celebrity interaction that goes on record. There were there were numerous, of course, uh, other celebrities there other than than the two of us. But the the one interaction that we had that really. Uh, sold the show to me that let me know, hey, this is, you know, Miami Art Week, uh, Art Basel is the where it's all about. Barry Manilow, huge fan of the Moonboats. I mean, yeah. huge fan. He doubled back. Wow. He, gave, he, he gave a little like up and down yeah. and, and then came around again and had a friend with him and he was like, with the Moonboots, with the Moonboots, like commented. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty... It, was it won't soon forget that. No, no. So, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, that was a, that was a little overwhelming. 
I mean, that would man. You, would you characterize that as a Threesies outfit or no? Mm. No, no. This is just, um, there's a little kombucha threes. There's a little, <laughs> there's a little, uh, you know. I feel like kombucha threes is barefoot. Uh, <laughs> kombucha threes would have been barefoot if it weren't for the foot surgeries earlier this year. Ah, uh, yeah, that little, makes sense. Little nasty scarring and shit down there, but yeah. um, but no, uh, this was just you know what this is. This is just threes having fun because that's what this week was about for me. That's why I came yeah. down. I just sure. wanted, to have, and and we've had a lot of it. Um, but no, not threesies. This was not threesies. Threesies isn't even in town. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't get the memo. No, I will. He, I didn't invite everybody. Um, nice to see Tex this week. Uh, we'll be having dinner with him again tonight. And uh, Blue, uh, we're having a little brunch action tomorrow. So it's good. It's good. Um, you know, this is not a, as, as you know, officially, this is not a grotto event. This is me getting away from that, not doing it, not a single NFT thing. I saw Wisby last night. You know, I gave uh, gave him a little hug and and a little hang, and um, but this is this is not about NFTs for me at all. So, so, um, so yeah, but it's been, yeah. Been there's, there's a whole lot more uh, to Art Basel than NFTs. So. For uh, those who don't know, it turns out for those who don't know, there's this whole other thing going on um, that kind of matters compared to um, the things that don't matter. Has it had relevance for more than 36 months? Um, in, to a degree, it has. Yeah, uh, yeah like <laughs> you know, 20 years of importance. Um, yeah. But um, but no, it's it's such a better scene. It's not, I'm not saying it's a great scene. And yet it's, it's better. <laughs> it's still such a better scene. It's a better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but man, yeah, I've actually seen some really good art. Um, not so, not so thrilled with the fairs as much as its other auxiliary stuff. Um, fairs are here to sell stuff and make some money. I'm good for that. I'm all for that. But um, oh man, great show at uh, the Bass Museum. Ernan Bass. This guy's yeah. from, he's from Miami. He's my age, roughly. Fuck, really great narrative work. I mean, it's the kind of stuff that that we get into that we talk about all the time. It's nice to see a show that really has some cohesion to it and everything sort of matters in and out. So it's fun. Neat. And it was, uh, saw some, uh, it's, it, it really kind of stuns me how many people I've come to to meet in my two and a half years. I'm only two and a half years old in this whole thing. Let's not forget. Right. right? Um, like literally this week marks two and a half, you know, years since my first met, Right. Um, but people I've met already that I get to see again and again and again, I'm not talking NFT people, you know, it's really sort of something. And so kind of neat to have that interaction. Even Vittoria was like, wow, you do know a couple, a person or two. So, um, that's kind of nice, okay. but yeah, that's great. And obviously watching her work is phenomenal. It's much, so much, great. so fun. Yeah. So, how many uh, how many of these parties have you uh, you guys gone to in order for uh, for her to do her uh, accomplish her mission? We've gone to like two a night. Okay. 
Um, but you know, I got a little, so you can hear it, I'm sure, but I got a little fever thing. Uh, mm-hmm. so I kind of knocked out. We did go to, to the party last night. Didn't make it to the second one. Um, cause I was just a little feverish and stuff, but, um, but no, it's, you know, we've been doing our thing you know, as best as possible. And then, um, but, you know, in the midst of all this, there I am, we're at a, we're literally at one of those parties, um, on Tuesday night as silhouettes drop was rapping. Like I was yeah. like, in the form from my phone, from the party, uh, and text was there, which is kind of fun. Um, fun. you know, and so it was sort of like a mini viewing party, uh, with yeah, with- pretty historic event there for, for a text to get to witness there for a sand. Yeah, no. And he was into it. And, um, and so, you know, it's it's fun to to pull off a drop like that. It's also neat that we can that we figure out how we can do them. We know the time. We know what time is necessary. We understand how, especially on these more uh, substantial, you know, monumental drops of giving enough time for enough information to be disseminated and stuff, right? And I feel we did a really good job with that this year. I think, um, you know, whether it's somebody new like Weary Squirrel, Okay, who you know had some time with me, had some time with you, got him squared. Okay, to obviously the stalwarts, the thirty threes that were coming through and and doing their thing. Um, you know, special shout out to to Brendan, um, sort of reestablishing in a really nice way. You know, and so um, you know those sorts of things where um, it it runs on its own, but we give enough time that people that are sort of uncertain or not really sure what's going on have time to reach out and and really make sure they cross all their their eyes and dot their T's or whatever. Yeah, I think that was really critical, especially for for this particular drop. You know, um, you know, it's not just a book insert drop, right? This is uh, essentially the the keys to the uh, car for quite a while. So this is yeah, this no, is pretty significant. Right. And um, and it's, I thought it was neat this year and I'm not sure how you felt about it now. Now that you've seen it and, and got to sit with it yourself. I mean, what did you think of the holder aspect? I think the holder aspect is really neat. Um, I think it's cool. I, I mean, you've always talked about how all threesomes have future utility and, you know, we see it over and over and again, you know, with certainly base cards um, inserts certainly have their own unique utility features, if you will, you know, whether they're bulks or something like a Shana, you know, others, there, there are lots of ways that those interact and work together. But to see silhouettes awarded based on your holder utility of said pieces, but those really need touch. Um, great reward for people who have put in the work or, uh, you know, either got those on primary or, you know, shook them loose via secondary. Uh, pretty meaningful older utility that we saw people picking up. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, you know, I've been so wrapped in in the Miami stuff and then combined that with a couple, you know, literally 36 hours in bed and sick. Um, that I didn't run all the numbers on the holder stuff yet. But it seemed to me like it shook out kind of where I expected. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be a nice little mix in there with what was purchased, you know, in the packs and the bundles. Also interesting to see the way that the the distribution there of who sort of 
saw this as really a silhouettes drop and I'll deal with oranges on the back end. And then who was like, um, oh, I, I need some of both, right? And I think it, it it really broke in a nice way down to where it's sort of like either the new folks or the newer folks definitely were more bundle heavy, right? Uh, or the people who were like, well, fuck. I mean, if I'm spending, I, I might as well pick those up because I don't have them. And I think what we saw was people who had a little bit of an orange treasury were like silhouettes, hard, hard, hard silhouettes, right? And I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, I I felt that the pricing, um, you know, one now that you saw the pricing and everything, I thought the pricing made a lot of sense um, both ways, quite honestly. No doubt. I mean, there's certainly no no wrong choice. Um, to your point, you know, if you've got, I mean, everyone has a limited budget, right? It just depends on what that number is. It's a finite resource. So, you know, figuring out and deciding how you want to allocate that between bundles, i.e. silhouettes and or oranges was I'd be interested to see how see how people played that. Um, you know, is there was there any sort of general kind of uh, I don't know trend or or ratio that you observed? Well, I mean, it basically, it was like three to one bundle or uh, packs to bundles. Yeah, well, roughly, right? Um, which to me makes a lot of sense. Okay, again, because the majority of people are established are you know aren't necessarily filling holes okay um but there's also i think this idea of well a now and a, a future drop you know looking to oranges um as a secondary drop right um i think people sort of looked at it like okay well i'll do this now and i'll do it but then as well right and so um but i think you know i was quite pleased with it you know, it was right in line with where I felt we were going to be. Um, it, I mean, I think it, it overdrove at some levels. Um, you know, some people came a little shorter than 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 I think I would have if I were playing. You know me. I always like to play in my head how everybody plays. I think you do that yourself, right? Definitely. I definitely tried to. One of the fun parts of it, right, is like. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps inform what I wanted to do, trying to project what others will do, right? Yeah. Bit of game theory. Yeah, no doubt. And so um, you know, when when I do it, it's like, well, I this I built this thing to be sort of challenging and fun. And yeah. I would want people to play it the way I would, you know, want to play it maybe. And so that's sure. where I like to play it out, you know. Um there have been times some drops I've gone as far as like sketching out exactly Franchise by franchise or player by player, how I think they're going to do. Um, I, sh I shared I shared last year with you my I did the entire Grotto's pie. Yeah, remember? Yeah, I remember. Pretty fucking good too. You were very close. I was there, very close. A handful where you missed the boat, and otherwise, pretty much spot on. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty proud of that. Also, you know, you could ask, well, what's the point and why do you do that? Well, I'd like to see if I can break the future. That's that's very interesting to me. So I understand that it was a, uh, you know, didn't necessarily inform decision making given it was a zero sum game, i.e., the more gourds that, you know, one individual puts in, the less it is for, you know, of the percentage of the pie. But 
eh, it's still interesting to me. I wanted to play around with the numbers a bit. And then, you know, once I got started, I was like, I just kind of kept layering more things and like, okay, well, who has, you know, first you got to start with a, who has what, right? You know, from multipliers as well as what boards they've gotten, what denominations and what quantities. And then, and this is where you and I have talked about this, where every single time we do any sort of an event, I always watch the room all afterwards um, because how else would I know how people play? Right? So watching people, you know, some people tend to be, you know, like a blue, for example, you know, he's going to, he's going hundred percent. He's going to burn everything that he's got in his wallet. Whereas, you know, others, uh, maybe they're like a 70% kind of person and others are tend to go light and others go just straight 50%. And you can, you really can get a feel. I think people play pretty consistently. I think their personalities really do shine through. It is remarkably consistent, um, which, you know, if you have a good feel for that individual and how they like to play, you won't often be wrong if you're playing that sort of a, you know, projection game. It was, just, it just occurred to me, um correct me if i'm wrong mm -hmm. no no i think was the first time that you were ever on the pod was that live in miami it was yeah and i was for a second i was thinking that we did discuss oranges but we didn't we were talking more world cup stuff we were talking uh thanksgiving day parade yeah there we, that's what it is yeah 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 um but I think there was a little touch of that, right? Where we also talked about your projections and and oh yeah, absolutely. What you, you know, you imagine. So this is not new. I mean, this has been going on uh, consistently. We had similar conversations for Valentine's too, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah, this is this is where it gets really fun for me. I don't know. I, I know that everyone enjoys it in their own way. Um, there's no right or wrong way to do it, but uh, I don't know. For me, it's still very much as a game. Um, so knowing what other people are going to do is pretty inherently beneficial, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It, you know, I don't know if, if, if lately as I've been painting, um, that my, so I, maybe why I'm so into these silhouettes, right? Because it, it really introduces game theory again mm -hmm. in a way that, that I kind of feel like gets, gets, less highlighted as we go along you know i think i think we have some new collectors come in and just want to collect the work and and you know and some of that and i it's really hard to look at this project and separate out those pieces even though i think you can i think it can be taken in all these different silos but really the mix is so much a part of it you know oh, no doubt so you know i mean we can even talk about you know what i chose to do i mean it doesn't matter if forms are in um yeah, I, I did a, a five to one packs to bundles sort of ratio there. So I went heavier at silhouettes than I did at oranges. Um, you know, obviously, who knows, right, whether that was the, a prudent decision or, or not. To me, I felt like that was, that was, I felt very comfortable doing that. Again, if you went all bundles or, you know, that's not necessarily a wrong decision at all. It depends on what you've got, right? Let's say you have no oranges, then, you know, you're probably going to want to pick some up or pick up more of those. Whereas, you know, I had, I had 
Um, yeah, I certainly wouldn't say I was well positioned with oranges. Certainly not relative to guys like that, Dino. Um, well, but you were pretty good because you picked up some oranges. Yes. Oh, I was kind of oranges. Yeah, I did. And, you know, the, my, I was talking about this with, you know, Pandemic as well. Um, he was trying to figure out his mix. And, and I told him, you know, hey, you know, you did pretty well in season 10 and you didn't have any oranges. So, um, you know, I, I bet you could do pretty well in season 11 with us without a bunch of oranges either. And uh, whereas I view these silhouettes as a pretty singular moment in time where you can play this game without oranges or a limited number of oranges, just restricts your ability to bid and bet, which I understand. I don't know how much of that there will be over the next year or, or whatever. So I'm not saying that it isn't a big deal. And I'm not saying that we won't use oranges for other things aside from bidding and betting. However, um, you made it really, really clear. I felt that silhouettes are going to be required for all colors and for all future bulk inserts. And if that's the case, um, you know, I think I can I can overcome uh, not being the king of oranges. Um, if that means if I'm trading off for for more silhouettes, so for me, I wanted to to get as many silhouettes as I possibly could. Um, so just kind of you know, took took the the budget and then you know kind of just played around with numbers until I came up with something that I felt good with, and it wound up being uh, that kind of five to one. Um, packs to bundles. I'd rather be sitting on a mountain of silhouettes than oranges. That's certainly not me devaluing or, or minimizing the importance of oranges. Right. No, I think I think it's a smart play in your in your position. Right. I, like Correct. I said, I think for a newer player, yep, or somebody you need oranges. Yeah, the of oranges. Right? Um, and so you know, I I I loved it. I thought it played out really well. I was really happy with the drop. Um. So, you know, in that regard, it's, uh, you know, it's a fun one. And like I said, it's fun to be able to pull that off in the midst of a busy week for me, too, and have it go off, you know, sort of without a hitch. And then, you know, one other thing, um, and then we got to wrap. I, I, we got to cut this a little short, just uh, that's going to be an abbreviated one. But what um, what thoughts do you have on the fact that uh had a couple a couple minutes this week? Pretty pretty exciting. I didn't expect to, uh, you know, see any any new art here uh, on Tezos, but you know, it was a, a lovely little surprise, and uh, I look forward to seeing how those come into our lives, uh, you know, in the coming you know weeks and months and years. And I'm excited. I I don't know a whole lot more um, than what I read, um, you know, on the descriptions. So, you know, this is this is the first time you and I are talking about this. Uh, yeah. So, listeners, this is this is uh, this is live. The, this is this yeah, is rough and yeah. raw right here. Yeah. So, I mean, awfully large edition number on that uh, on that hobo pie there, and then a much smaller edition on the uh, keys to the future. And you know, you very infrequently make your work available for purchase on primary. And yet you were so gracious to 
make keys to the future available to any anyone After anyone available anyone can anyone can buy it and of course uh assume the the pyramid power that that comes with it and um you know they're priced and they're priced to move i think yeah i, I like the um the you know teased back in prisms there so that was oh you're you're seeing a little prism action in there i'm seeing a little prism action so it'll be interesting to see if those uh you know, in some way, uh, interact with one another or work in conjunction together in some sort of a fashion or way. I do know that, you know, you're a man who loves a, a, a neat utility mechanic. So, you know, I, I don't know what you've got planned, but somehow I, I'm thinking, uh, you know, that you know, first thing I, you know, I'm seeing the, the prism right away. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how those, those, you know, come together. And it's also worth noting that you know, those prisms were released Thanksgiving last year. And uh, here we are. Yeah. Black Friday bundle. Yeah. So back, back. Uh, there's a lot of cyclical stuff in this. Always has been. Right. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is what happens when you have a project that is built for the long haul. And, you know, there's a narrative that unfolds over years and years. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some references in there um, that matter to me and always have. And there have been things that were slowly building into it. I mean, let's never forget. Let's, let's never forget the the uh, <clears throat> the award that Threesies had in his hand, uh, you know, for the NFT. Uh, NYC. NYC, right. Uh, NFT NYC chase back in 2021, right? Something that I, I sort of created to become... All of this, right? Uh, so you know, it's uh, I don't know. It's one of those things that I just like seeing play out over and over and over again. You know, well, I I can I can speak for myself. I love when we see these things, you know, pop up again. Just like you know, I love it when we see a new new instance of Paul Russell or Mad Dog Jones or. You know, it, watching these characters um, work their way through the timeline and you know, come back into our lives. Yeah, I, I wonder how many people understand truly, like the the volume of appearances that ball players have made on, you know, bubblegum cards on on cards over the years. It's actually insane now. I mean. You know the stuff that I work with, and main the main references, right, run through the late '80s, early '90s, right. That's actually when it started to explode, and all of a sudden, you know, modern times. There, the late '90s was like the pinnacle, um, but you, you know, it's not uncommon for a player now to have to appear on twenty-five different cards in a season, right, per year, because there's so many producers and manufacturers, and, you know, and, and even. Yeah, even sure. like you know, like tops could make three or four different. Oh yeah, you know, multiple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many multiple different price points and quality and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know, but even if you take that out of the mix, that now they're appearing twenty five times a season. You know, you know, every year, sometimes on multiple cards in a, in a season, because if you're a leader or you know any sort of an sure. insert type stuff or things like that, 
and you could play or played for 15 years, you know, you could end up with 25 cards over 15 years. You know, it's a lot. And that's what I, I'm referencing those points, right? It'd be wild if we were doing it referencing, you know, 2024 when like, imagine, imagine there being 25 Paul, Paul Russells just for 1978. You're like we're almost at 25 over the course of a year over the course of a career which is kind of what i reference right yeah. but i don't understand that i don't think that people really understand like how many ray sadekis you could have right yeah no I, I you know i you and i have always kind of encouraged people to go study the collection and look through it and i mean you know that quiz was fun that was an interesting way to kind of maybe encourage people to, to do it a little bit more but uh yeah I, it's time well spent you know taking a peek through each each series and then going to the next one and seeing what carries over or what doesn't who appears again check those years out uh, read the descriptions there's there's all sorts of easter eggs yeah no doubt no doubt um all right well, well real quick your take on on the low effort hobo i'm i'm excited to see what you do with that because uh i do know you you said that the pie would be you know percentages of of what you you burned essentially with your boards last year and this is uh you know this looks like this to, to me tells me this is something very different um is that right? It, it tells you that it's something very different. I mean, to me, it's 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 pretty cut and dry, right? Yeah. This is your yield against the you know last year's staking of your your pie, right? Of your right. right. So, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a straight uh, two to, two to one is basically when it comes out, along with whatever yeah. escalators you had, yeah. right? Uh, to compound it, so. Well, yeah, I look forward to seeing how that that works its, its way into the. What do you What do you think of the uh, the painting itself? And you you got the reference. You did. I think I shared with you the original, right? You did. You did. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I I I wasn't familiar with that the source work, uh, so I'm happy you shared it with me. Um, that gave me a lot more to kind of uh, think about and to go read about. That particular do you, piece. Do you know that trope? I do. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so that's the pie in the window, cooling. Yeah. You know, um, being being whisked away by a hobo, by a yeah. train. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought it's just very fitting. And yeah, it is. It's. Uh, it... And then, of course, it's fun for me. I I love doing a low effort every once in a while, which is just a very rough sketch, you know. I remember I showed it to you, and you, you're like, "Doesn't seem very low effort to me." Yeah, I was gonna say I, that that was my immediate, you know, characterized as a low effort piece there. But boy, I, mean, I uh, think I, I think I painted it in like six minutes. Wow. Well, uh, then I'm just very impressed because uh, that looks that looked like a, a very uh, yeah, that looks like. It's a typical painting. Um, uh, I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. I mean, That's, it looks so really... We're, we're going on the record here. Crouton says that whether I take six minutes or <laughs> 32 hours... Or 16 a, hours. Yeah, it's all the same. 
Yeah, well, you know, I just didn't really look at it that close. So, yeah, so whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the story of my life. Uh, no, but I, I don't know. I had fun with it. I was very happy with the outcome. You know, I just, I, I decided was doing it in one, I was doing it in one take, you know, um, you know, with a very limited palette and I just, I just ran with it and I, I thought it came out well. I think, I think it looks great. I, uh, and I just love the fact that the name, I'm, I'm the, actual, really the name, the name of the actual Rockwell painting is Fleeing Hobo. I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't have come Pretty up with interesting, a isn't that? better title, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a great piece. So, uh, and so of course those um, you know, those people who didn't redeem their pie and didn't didn't uh, you know, wait for pie to be made and then uh, you know, sit and cool and be ready to serve. Um, they get one of those and they get lots of them. They get as many of them as they uh, burn for. Um, so I think it works out really well. And then I did set aside just a small number so that other people who who did claim their full pie and everything uh, get one each. So, oh, that's great! That's guys, that's wonderful. I'm very excited. Want, I would I would hate for you to feel that you have to go and buy some on the on the secondary market. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm thankful. You know, who knows if you'll be able to buy it on the secondary market? <laughs> well, <laughs> who knows? That's right. Anybody's guess. Yeah. All right, my friend, I got to go. We're going to uh, go to dinner here. And um, uh, so nice to see you next Likewise. week. Um, no LFG until Wednesday. Okay. And at that yeah. LFG, we will be spinning uh, for packs. Oh, man. I Yeah. That, I think that's a really neat element of this, too. And also was part of why I wanted to, to lean to more packs because, uh, well, that just sounds very fun to me. And additionally... You know, as you as you look at the the split of all those you know silhouettes, I believe you said that it would be weighted. Is that correct? Yeah, the wheel yeah. would be weighted. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be weighted. So now that tells you that they're not going to be evenly distributed, which we knew obviously, uh, but uh, it uh, gives 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 you more shots at um, more packs. Gives you more shots at pulling something rare. So boy, yeah. boy, I love something like that. No, I think it's going to be fun, honestly. And um, going to be uh, lots of spinning, too. <laughs> lots of spinning. Yeah. We got we got more than 100 spins, basically. 100 um, pack spins. So I mean, yeah, that's five, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes five, right? Um, and so uh, it's going to be like a, a good old-fashioned season drop, I think. I would imagine it'll take us a couple hours. Double and, header. Yeah. Like a double header. And, and I think it's just going to be fun. And I'm really going to be curious then. Like your packs and the way they come out are going to determine what you're going to get for your chases and your, and are you going to burn for the super chase, right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, right? And, uh, you know, I think it's what it will be interesting too to me, and I'm sure you've thought about this, but I'll be interested to see people's you know, desire and willingness to trade. I think there's going to be a healthy appetite for trading. But I'm going to be interested to see how people approach that. Oh, there's going to be a lot of people being like, I need this for that. One for ones, Valentine's style. A lot of one for one. There's going to be so much of that. And it's like, a lot oh, of Valen you, guys want, style. you guys want a Pendleton, Pendleton conundrum yourselves again. It's like, yeah. you, I can only teach you so many times. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Also, I, uh, how how badly do you want only one of each silhouette per tone? Can I just remind you of that question? Yeah, you know, that's, that's not going to get you too terribly far. Um, yeah, one one is uh, would rather not have, very. Yeah, Bhutan, would you rather have five of one silhouette or five different silhouettes? I'd rather have five of one. Ah, look at you. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you on some levels. It's a diff. It's a tough one though, right? Because how important is it to get the chase, right? Well, it's what are you what are you trying to do here? Well, see, and I was I was taking your question very literally, where right. you know if it's just if it's just five, and you know, I'm also kind of assuming that they're of roughly equal probability or you know, rarity, if you will, because if we start to bring in that element, well, if you told me one of the five was ultra rare, well, then I could just turn that into you know, trade that for four others or something. So I, I, I'm tossing that out. If we're assuming that they're roughly equal rar rarity and, and probability of being pulled, I probably would rather have five of one because that's going to give you an ability to turn that into orange, pink, yellow, etc. in ways that having one of each just doesn't. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I do. Um, okay, it's going to be fun. I look forward to next week. Um, we'll get the pod up in the morning. Uh, and um, uh, I will say this, that I, I'm i not sure our, my timing on, on the orange drop. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it at the end of next week or maybe even push it back till after the holidays. I'm, I'm not sure. So uh, sorry for the, the uncertainty there. I'm just trying to get a sense of my timing and, and things like that. It's not, I'm not stressed. I don't want anybody to be stressed over it. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll do it the right way, but I'm looking forward to spinning. Oh God, it's been a while. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And I, bet, I, I bet a lot of Grotto people are too. So and especially well, the way that I, that we're doing this right. Where, you know, it's it, 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 it's gonna you're the same amount of 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 slots on that wheel are available every spin, and so it's not as an an essence where you knock off a big one. You could hit multiple rares, right? On a, yeah, I think we're gonna see someone who's uh, you know pulls very, some crazy pack, and and then we're gonna tell them to go buy a lottery ticket. So yeah, and then we're also gonna have other people that are like, ah, god damn it, every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, good to see you. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, everybody, thanks for everything. And and uh, nice to see everybody that I saw this week. Anybody that's listening. Um, and uh, we'll we'll do it again yeah. soon. Feel right. better. Say hi to text. Say hi to blue. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Later. All right.